my name is Heather Caves, and I am honored to co-host this podcast with my best friend and my sister, Heidi Bolt. What's up, Hyde? Hi, Heather. Good to see you again. You it's too. been a while since we've chatted. It has. We've had a lot of fun guests. Yeah, we have. It's been a really fun season mm-hmm. of podcasting. Yep. We're podcasting in our swimsuits and cover-ups today. We and are. towels. Yeah. In Mama's basement. You just have to fit it in. Yeah. In normal everyday life, ordinary life, because we have such busy lives and yeah. kids that have busy schedules. And so it is literally like, okay, we have one kid down for a nap and we have another kid distracted and two kids in the pool. And so let's go. And grandma on duty. Yeah. As someone asked me the other day, how do you do everything you do? And I said, genuinely, I would not get to be in ministry right now in this season of life into the capacity that I am if it weren't for my mama. Um, Because she is just the one stepping in and making it possible. I I love that so much because when my kids were your kids' age, they're not that far apart, but we're kind of a season apart right now. Right. Um, When my kids were littles, she did the exact same thing for me. And it's just, I I remember saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't go be ahead of this ministry or lead this ministry or be in these meetings if it wasn't for my mom, Right. you know, stepping in and and watching them. So we are so blessed. And I know not everyone has that. Um, Sometimes I feel a little... Guilty is the wrong word, but just I, I want to make sure I don't ever take it, you know, not appreciate it yeah. because it's so valuable. Yeah, it is so valuable. And I don't I don't feel like I ever take it for granted because I do know so many people that are without that yeah. type of support. Yeah. Um, and so it does look very different for them. Yeah. So not that it's any less or any better. You know, it's just this is – but we've also chosen that. You know, we've yes. strategically chosen to stay – Right. In the city that we're in so that we can be near family yep. and, um, you know, turn down some opportunities that seemed lucrative or maybe good career opportunities. Mm-hmm. And went, no, I mean, we're just going to choose family mm-hmm. over this a move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for us, for our little Bolt family, that was the best option for us. So it's yeah. been very rewarding yeah. to raise our kids near mom and dad. Yeah, I totally agree. It's it's so fun. Yeah. And now all the, the new babies that are starting to come in with – our younger siblings starting to have kids. That's so much fun. I know. we've So our sister has one due in just a few weeks, and I just cannot wait to get my hands on that little baby. I know it. Um, Aren't you glad that it's like you're the one not having a baby this time? So, yeah. So I've had <laughs> – well, I've had three out of the last four yeah. in the big family. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I am excited to have a baby in the family and it not be mine. Right. Right. Because right. <laughs> babies are awesome, but I'm still raising one. Yeah. So. And you're ready for a little break from that. Yes, I am. Yeah. That's am. good. Oh, I can't wait either. His – we can tell his name, right? Talk about his name? I think so. His yeah. name is Atlas, and he's just – I cannot wait. I cannot wait I to snuggle him and see him. He'll be here in just a little over a month. I know. I am so excited. So fun. So, Heather, let's catch up a little bit. Okay. What, um What's going on in your life in the la- since the last chat? I oh, know it's been a while. Man, I don't even remember what our last chat was, when it was. I think maybe we had just ended school. Um, okay, can I just say something really quick? Yeah. We just – we had a – photo shoot done mm-hmm. for the H&H Hour. Mm-hmm. And our dear, dear friend, Lauren Anderson, she's amazing. She is so good. But she just sent us a preview of some of our photo shoots. We'll, we'll get back to that in a minute because I have Girl a story to legit. tell about that. Yeah. She's legit. Yeah. So I don't remember what our last chat was. I think maybe we were just at the end of school. But here's a little bit of where I feel like the last few weeks have been for me. Okay. We ended school. Yep. The first couple days, it was like this big, deep breath. Reprieve. (laughs) And then it's like everything just went up into a funnel cloud of crazy. Okay. Uh, Good stuff. 
but we've been so busy. Meaning scheduling. Schedules. Just baseball and we had family in town and Mm -hmm. I had my cabinets painted and you name it, like all these things that just kept crept in. And I started to get really anxious Mm. and I'm not really – I wouldn't consider myself an overly anxious person most of the time. Yeah, I wouldn't I, consider you anxious at all. I feel like I'm really one of the benef- or one of the things that I think I'm good at is balancing a lot of things at one time. My right. capacity is pretty high for that. But I started to feel myself get really anxious about, oh my goodness, my summer's going to end and I'm not going to have any rest mm-hmm. and I'm not going to have any downtime. And I had a couple of other things that also happened that were just causing me all this anxiety. Yeah. And it's just almost like it just it crept in and I didn't even realize what it was. Like these were things that you were like that you knew were coming. Were coming up. Yeah. And and uh one of them is still to come. And so one of them was this photo shoot. Yeah. And I love photos and I love looking at photos and I don't mind even, you know, getting a photo taken, but for whatever reason, having to go and the pressure of having to like, like have being these po- the photos be yeah. perfect yeah. Um, was really mm. causing me a lot of anxiety. And you said something – and then there's something else coming up next month that I, I'm pretty anxious about. And you just said something that was so good to me. You said, well, you just need to pray. You need to pray that the Lord – takes that anxiety mm-hmm. from you, that he gives you peace mm-hmm. and calm. And I know that. Right. Uh, but sometimes you just need to hear it from someone. That's you know, right. you need someone to just step in and speak some truth to you. Yeah. And so I did. I started doing that. And, you know, the photo shoot was great. It was yeah. so much fun. And I've, I mean, Lauren made it so comfortable. So comfortable. She did such a like, good job. Yeah. And I didn't feel awkward or out of place. Yeah. Or You, you laughed know, so much. <laughs> I just, I mean. Backed me up. That's what I do when yeah. I'm like, I can't pose and be serious yeah. and just start giggling. Yeah. So, and I think part of it, if you don't mind that I share this, no, go for is it. Is that growing up, you know, we were super close, mm-hmm. but you're like this tall, long legs model girl, which I know you're rolling your eyes, but people commented on that a lot yeah. when we were kids, you know, and oh, how are you so tall and beautiful or long dark hair? And it's, it was all true. Mm-hmm. But I heard that a lot. Right. And I agreed with it. Mm-hmm. I, I never, and I, I never resented it. I never thought like, oh, I wish I was her or anything like that. But it just, I think their people's words settled yeah. in me a little bit. Yeah. And, um, and I know you've talked too about things that you struggled with that you were insecure about things that people said about me. Right. So I, I get that like everybody has those. Sure. But this photo shoot, because it was with you, mm-hmm. you did professional modeling. You just have this like grace and air about you. <laughs> you are so <laughs> funny. No, it's I'm true. cracking up. When someone takes your picture, you just know exactly how to stand and like how to pose. And I just laugh. I just start <laughs> laughing. <laughs> so somewhere – from all of that in my past, yeah. like that came up yeah. through this shoot. And I had to just I was I, I was driving over to the photo shoot and I had to repent mm. really and just say, Lord, I know that anxiousness is not from you. Yeah. It's the devil trying to stir up something in me that I really don't even feel like is It's not a sin issue. It's not something Mm -hmm. I struggle with on a daily basis, but he's trying to make it that way. And I'm just not going to let him. And I'm not going to allow this little bit of anxiety. Um, Lord, I don't want you to think that you didn't make me good enough. That's right. You know, and so I am who you say I am. We sang that song at church yesterday, and I think those words are just like reverberating in my heart. I am who you say I am. And this verse from Philippians, it's so 
well-known, but I love it so much. And this is really what I had to meditate on. Don't worry about anything. Mm. Don't worry about a photo shoot. (laughs) Don't worry about a doctor's appointment coming up. That's right. Don't worry about your friends coming over and having the perfect dinner table. Yeah. Don't worry about a bad haircut. That's right. Don't worry about a meeting with your boss. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Mm -hmm. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. And then it goes on, and this is where the blessing comes in. Then you will experience God's peace, Mm. which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Mm, That's so good. And I so clearly knew that that anxiety was from the devil. Yeah. And it was creeping into my mind and into my heart. Mm -hmm. And you cannot let it settle there. No. When it comes in. You have to rebuke it, and instead of worrying about it, pray about it. That's right. And then God will guard your heart and your mind. Yeah. Well, and how interesting, Heather, that the enemy tried to use something that was spoken, you know, when we were young kids. Right. You know, young teens. And tried to have you recall that insecurity. That's right. Then. Right. And, you know, the funny thing is I remember being a little girl, so I was – I'm four years younger than you. Yeah. And so, of course – I thought for sure that perfection was you, you know, yeah. and like anything you did, I wanted you, to do. Yeah. And the funny thing is like you were a really good gymnast and I was a horrible gymnast <laughs> gymnast because my legs were so long. I was like um, a baby giraffe yeah. trying to <laughs> do a cartwheel. Like there was just so much leg and there was like, it just didn't work. And I remember being a little girl. I have no idea how old, but we were in our old, the old farmhouse we lived in. So um, I would have been less than eight because yep. we moved the day I turned eight. Yep. So less than eight. And I remember for many days in a row praying that when I woke up, my eyes would be brown like <laughs> yours because I have blue eyes and you have brown eyes. Right. And of course, I wanted to be you. Yeah. And so I was so disappointed and thought that the Lord was not listening to me mm. when I would check in the mirror every morning for thought he wasn't answering your weeks prayers. probably and thought he just wasn't listening because my eyes were still blue. So all that to say, mm-hmm. it's just so interesting mm-hmm. how the enemy will grasp anything yes. he can yep. um, to try and offset us. And even things that, honestly, like that photo shoot yeah. was something that we needed to do. Right. Because we needed professional photos. Our dear friend um, is a sponsor. She's so kind yes. to do this for us. Yes. And we trust her. So we needed to do it. But the enemy was trying to go, oh, Heather, like pull, like back out. Dread this. Don't do Don't this. Don't do this. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. Well, and it's silly too because it's it was a fun thing. Yeah. It wasn't even this like awful thing. It yeah. was a really fun, exciting thing yeah. that we got to go do. Sure. And the devil will just get in there and use anything that he can. But, you know, it's not crazy that you felt that way because we all have our fears and our insecurities. And, you know, I have a fear of heights. So just because I'm afraid of heights, it doesn't make me crazy. Right. It's just the thing I deal with. And some people have a a – they're terrified to speak in public. Whereas you might go, are you kidding me? You're afraid of speaking – like, that's my thing. Yes. You know, so it's – understandable Mm -hmm. why we all have these different things. And I think also realizing we've got to give each other grace when we're struggling with our thing, Mm -hmm. you know, and we've got to not be like, oh, you're ridiculous for thinking that. that. Like, oh, you're silly. That's dumb that you think that. Because honestly, that's what most people that, you know, a few people that I shared it with, Mm -hmm. that's what they said. Oh, you're beautiful. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Which I I appreciated that they were being genuine in saying that, but it it was – 
that's not how I felt in right. that moment at all. Yeah. And, I, you know, sometimes you have to speak some hard truth to people mm-hmm. instead of just um, not validate. Our feelings can lie to us for sure. That's right. But sometimes by just writing off their feelings, yeah. you know, it doesn't really – yeah. Well, sometimes just the truth. being able to just listen through their mm-hmm. thought process of what are they struggling with, because then most often you do get to have dialogue then yes. about like, hey, what do you think the root of this is? Right. Well, and that's exactly what you did. Like you listened. It wasn't about the photo shoot. It was about something else. Mm-hmm. You listened and you were like, I can totally understand why you might feel that way, where mm-hmm. that comes from. And then you just said, I think you really need to pray that mm-hmm. God will bring you peace, just like that verse in Philippians yeah. says. Yeah. Well, and I think, so anxiety is such a real thing, Heather. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, until a couple years ago, I would have never been able to have a conversation about it with an understanding of what it's like, Mm -hmm. because I'd never really felt like I dealt with it either. Um, But then through some pregnancies and some hormonal Mm -hmm. imbalances, Mm -hmm. I have had to deal with it. Um, And it is intense. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm hearing it a lot in our culture, where a lot of people are struggling with it not just women, men yeah. and women yeah. and children yep. dealing with anxiety. And so this is a very real thing. Yes. And, you know, the the word of God talks a lot about the deliverance that that the Lord offers us yes. um, as believers. So God's word talks so much about deliverance. And people might go, deliverance, what does that mean? Um, meaning thoughts or spirits that we're dealing with that aren't thoughts of God, that mm-hmm. aren't spirits from mm-hmm. God. Yeah. And one of the ones that I have been speaking over myself in these moments of anxiety that I had to deal with is Isaiah 41, 13. And it says this, I am holding you by your right hand. I, the Lord, your God, I say to you, do not be afraid. Mm. I am here to help you. Mm. And I've spoken that out loud over myself many, many times over the last, I'd say specifically year, but Mm -hmm. two years. And in some of those moments where it really felt like this is going to win mm-hmm. over me. Yeah. Like I cannot, like my breathing is short, my chest is tight. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to make it through mm-hmm. this. Yeah. And it is so interesting how that verse will just, it literally feels like it washes over me like mm-hmm. a wave. And then I feel that anxiety start mm-hmm. to just drop right down. Mm-hmm. And so I think if anyone's listening that is going, yep, I can totally relate. I'm totally... Heather, I can understand why you would have felt that way because that's a real mm-hmm. source of anxiety for yeah. you. Or going, this is the the thing that's causing me anxiety. Find some verses in the Bible. Yeah. If, if you need to do a Google search yes. or if you need to go to BibleGateway.com yeah. and enter in the search code, um, you know, anxiety, verses on anxiety, you can pull up a whole list of those or you can message us and we can help you yeah. with some of those. Um and begin to speak those over yourself because what it does is it it's like we are forcing the enemy mm-hmm. who's trying to sh- shoot those flaming yeah, arrows of anxiety. Him. It's like we are tying his hands and feet up yep. and leaving him on the floor yeah. to figure it out. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, and then we get to choose to walk away yeah. from that scenario. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's actually deliverance. Yes. Yes. So, um, and then I love this verse, Colossians 1, 13 through 14. It says, God rescued us from dead in alleys mm. and dark dungeons. Anxiety feels like a dark dungeon. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way out. Mm-hmm. Like this is just going to overtake me. Mm-hmm. Um, it says he sets up in the kingdom of the son he loves so much. The son who got us out of the pit we were in, got rid of the sins we were doomed to keep repeating. Mm-hmm. And so I just love that idea of Whatever you're facing, whether it's that depression, it's that anxiety, whatever is going on in your life, there is hope. And it's 
it is it starts with the word of Jesus, yes. the the word of God, um, and claiming those things over your life. And then also in some cases, like it really is gonna take a physician helping you figure out why this is happening. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it was hormone imbalance. And so I couldn't will it away. You know, I couldn't just yeah. be like, I'm just going to choose joy. I'm just going to get over it. You yeah. know, because yeah. joy wasn't fixing my hormones. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I think just being willing to have that conversation with somebody that you trust to go, this is what I'm dealing with. This is how I feel. This is how desperate it is. Yeah. And then begin to take steps that will help you get out of that pit, if you will, that yes. dungeon, if yes. you will. Yes. Um, so yeah, had I totally, I totally get that. And I think it goes for me. I had to really speak life over myself too, not speak both verbally in the words that I was using to just not that I would hide how I was feeling, but instead of saying the negativity over and over and over, speaking yeah. the anxiety over and over and over, start to speak truth. And mm-hmm. life over myself. And that is something that I know is a powerful weapon That's right. against the devil. And scripture tells us that. First um, Peter 3.10 says, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Wow. And that is such an easy way, easy in concept, hard in execution. Yeah. To disarm the devil mm-hmm. in our in our own lives. Obviously, we can do that for other people so much easier, I think, than we can do it for ourselves. Like, yeah. I can speak life, life over you all day long. Mm-hmm. I can speak life to my neighbor, encouragement to my, to my neighbor all day long. Mm-hmm. But then speaking it to myself, yeah. reminding myself of God's promises, reminding myself of who I am in Jesus, yeah. reminding myself of truth, and both verbally in the words that I say, but also in my mind. That's right. And not letting the things that come into my mind mm-hmm. um, really – Begin if you say them enough, you'll start to believe them, even if they're lies. Don't you find that usually those thoughts are things that you would never even consider speaking to someone else? Oh, like if you were having those thoughts about someone else, you would never verbalize those. Oh, absolutely. But we're willing to say it to ourselves the things that we think are negative about ourselves or the lies that we're believing. Yes, absolutely. And so that is really so important Mm -hmm. that we. Speak truth over ourselves. And Absolutely. and you might, if you're in a habit of speaking or listening to lies from the devil constantly in your life, maybe you always, your words are always negative mm-hmm. or your words, your thoughts always feel um, like self-deprecating, t- turned against yourself. Mm-hmm. It will take a while. That's right. For you to sh- turn the ship, if you will. Yeah. You know, those kinds of things don't just, you know, unless it's an instant miraculous thing that the Lord can do, which he can. Yeah. Um, can take a while to unlearn that habit, if you will, because it does become habitual That's right. in our lives. And so you might need someone to remind you of that, mm-hmm. to keep you accountable, to walk you through it. And there might be times when you feel empty because you're not speaking that negativity over yourself. And then what do you do? What do you fill that emptiness up with? You fill it up with God's promises and God's truth. That's right. That's right. So what about you? That was a lot about my last few weeks. No, that's okay. I think so many people can probably a hundred percent relate. You know, maybe the scenario is different. It's not a photo shoot and, you know, but it's something they're dealing with and it's very real to them. So I I think that is so important that we don't devalue what that person across from us is feeling Mm -hmm. um, or belittle that thought process Mm -hmm. because to them it's, it's real. Mm -hmm. So um, for us, so here, here's real life. Okay. Um, It has not been a great season. Yeah. Um, and you know this cause you do life with us yep. and you've seen firsthand, but mm-hmm. 
I think it would be very easy for people to just try to look in and go, man, everything's just perfect. Mm-hmm. But see your Instagram and we've really struggled um, when, for whatever reason, the move was very difficult on our three-year-old. Mm-hmm. And ever since we moved, so we're a couple months in now, and we have been having severe disciplinary struggles and like these severe meltdowns mm-hmm. that he never experienced, like mm-hmm. tantrums to the nth degree. Yeah. Um, not, not just typical three-year-old struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, and if someone's listening and they're not a believer, they may not understand this next statement. But really what I believe it is is a um, like a spiritual attack. Yes, absolutely. Like a demonic attack trying yeah. to come against Wilder, mm-hmm. but also against me. Yes. Um, because what happens is for the most part – he is like golden yes. for anyone else that has him. And like sweet spirited. Yes. And when these attacks happen, it's so against his nature. Yes. It's so not wilder. Yes. And so um it has been hard. Yeah. It has been very, very hard. I mean, you know, we talk a lot in the Christian world about like, hey, we're in this battle and like <laughs> we've got to fight. And it really has That's felt what it feels that like. way. Yeah. Yeah. And here's real, like I'm real weary. Mm-hmm. I'm very tired. And um you know, it's sometimes multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. And like I used to look forward to waking up in the morning and being like, oh, we're going to do these fun things. Mm-hmm. And now I wake up and I think, oh, my goodness, like we – who knows how many struggles we're going to have. Yeah. And I've had to really start to switch my mindset mm-hmm. and go, Jesus, no matter what comes into our day, mm-hmm. I'm going to believe that mm-hmm. you're going to bear this burden mm-hmm. for me, Yeah, that you're going to take this heaviness, this mm-hmm. heavy yoke off yeah. of me that I feel like I've had to put on myself yeah. – to bear this yeah. and you're going to take it for me and, and give you the um, grace to walk through this season. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's not been easy. No. Well, and I, the other day we were at lunch mm-hmm. and I'd had Wilder with me and he was happy as could be. Mm-hmm. And we go to lunch, you know, fun lunch with our kids, yeah. you know, at one of our favorite cafes in town. And it was just this instantaneous meltdown. Yep. You had to leave. Yep leave lunch with your food still on the table, yeah. not having taken a bite. And that that's right now what you're facing yeah. is not knowing all these fun things that you do with your kids and you're not knowing what it's actually going to look like because yeah. of these I mean, girl, moments. I had to leave a fresh sangria sitting I know, I on the table. It. I'm sorry. I'm so glad that you did. <laughs> I remember even pushing it over you, you to saying, please finish you this. You pushed it over to my side as we're like trying to pick yeah. up crying children and Yeah. So, you know, it's and- like laughable, but it, in that no, moment – you know, I walked out of that restaurant with a three-year-old crying and my two-year-old crying because she was mimicking him yeah. and me feeling like I was going to have a panic attack yeah. and break down. And I just – you text me and I had already left and you're like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm not okay. Yeah. And, I, you know, I was okay, but I was like, no, this is this is so this heavy. This so hard. Yeah. And so I just think like you parents out there that are maybe struggling in something similar, yeah. first of all, you've got to know you're not alone. Yeah. Um, and it might not be a three-year-old. It might be a 16-year-old that's right. or a 20-year-old. That's right. But God's word says that if you train up a child in the way they should go, yeah. when they're older, they will not depart yeah. from it. Yeah. And I'm believing that over Wilder, yeah. that we are training him. We are speaking life. We are speaking love. We are speaking the name of Jesus over him. And I'm believing that all of those seeds are being planted and they're taking root deep into his soul. And um, that that truth will not return void when he's older. And I know that it won't. Um, but it's really hard. And there are days that I just want to give up and I don't want to keep fighting. And there was one day recently where I felt really guilty about the fact that I literally text you, Heather, and I said, come 
get him. Yeah. I can't be with him right now. Yeah. And so you did. You came and you got him. And it reminded me of when Juliet, yeah. your little one, was small. And you yeah. did that to me a yeah. few times. Come and I get her. remember thinking, it can't be that bad. She's perfect for me. <laughs> and now I'm having these flashbacks going like, I totally get that all of a sudden. Um, but you said something that was so good. You said, don't feel bad that you're asking us to take on this battle with you. Yeah. Like, don't feel like you've got to go this alone because by us stepping in and him spending the night with us tonight, he's with four people. He deeply love him. Right. He's in a place that he loves. Right. And it's just us reminding Satan, like, hey, Heidi's not alone yeah. in this battle. There's other people in this fight. That's right. Kip and Heidi aren't alone in this. Like, yeah. the, the enemy, one, Wilder doesn't get to dictate everything. Right. But two, the enemy does not get to throw this at us. That's right. And not have other believers step in for That's us. That's right. And I wish you could have heard the prayer that my family prayed over him that night. Yeah. Like, I, it just brings tears to my eyes because we are in this battle. That's it's right. not like, hey, come hang out with us. It's like, hey, come over here and we're going to protect you and love you Do right some now warfare. from yeah. the attacks of the devil. That's right. You know, and I, it's just, I know not everyone has that, mm -hmm. but man find people around you that will do that with you, that will fight the battles with you. That's right. And I know it's not a super popular topic, Heather, but the spiritual warfare that we are in is so real. I think that if we had like goggles that allowed yeah. us to see the like, spiritual mm -hmm. interactions, we would be freaked out of our mm -hmm. minds. Mm -hmm. And that's probably why God doesn't really allow us to see it us. very mm -hmm. often. Mm -hmm. um, I think some people have glimpses of it, but I just picture like this true, full on, bloody, gory war going on for Wilder's little spirit right now. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the enemy has so chosen the wrong girl mm -hmm. and the wrong family to mess with if he really That's thinks right. that this will be what breaks us. Because mm -hmm. this is not our first go. No, it's not your first battle. No. And it's not going to break you. No. No. And it, there are days that it feels like it will. But at the end of the day, like we know the ground we stand yeah. on is solid because it's Jesus. And what I love, Heidi, is that I have not once seen you back down from truth like you haven't you've got you've had really hard days where mm -hmm. you're like i'm desperate yeah but you always i mean you'll send me videos mm -hmm. and you're always speaking truth you're praying truth you're speaking the word of god and you've you've clung to that yeah i think had you not you would have been in a much yeah worse off state of mind right now than you are yeah um but i i was thinking about this the other day in terms of this whole situation with Wilder, and I was thinking about the time in the book of Daniel, where Daniel is in Babylon, mm -hmm. right? He's not even with his own people. He is in exile. He is in a place where everybody, all the food is different, all the way that they worship their gods is different. Everything is different. He's having to stand alone. And he's praying for, he's fasted, and then he's prayed yeah. for this thing that he needs God to do for him, for this thing that he's asking of the Lord. And it's, it hasn't come and it hasn't come. And I love this so much. This is what um, he sees in his vision. Okay. He sees a man. He says, then a hand touched me and lifted me still trembling mm. to my hands and knees. So must he must have been prostrate. Face down. Laying down on the floor, trembling. Yeah. He must have been in a pretty bad state. Yeah. You know. Um, and the man said to me, Daniel, you are very precious to God. Mm. So listen carefully to what I have to say to you. Stand up, mm -hmm. for I have been sent to you. When he said this to me, I stood up still trembling. Then he said, Don't be afraid, Daniel. 
Listen to this, Heidi. This is so good. I have goosebumps. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. Mm. I have come in answer to your prayer. Mm -hmm. But for 21 days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia, the enemy, Satan's forces, blocked my way. Hmm. Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me, and I left him there with a spirit prince of kingdom of Persia. Now I am here to explain what will happen to your people in the future for this vision concerns a time yet to come. Wow. So what happened was Daniel had was praying for his people, for the rescue of his people from mm-hmm. exile. God heard his request. He says the very first time he prayed, the very first day. Yeah. Okay. And the the messenger is sent to come and give him the answer yes but the devil Mm -hmm. the enemy's camp blocks him his evil spirits his evil spirits block him and for 21 days he's fighting with him he's being blocked by him literally battling even though the answer is already on its way like god's already answered him yeah and then michael the archangel you know the warrior angels that go and fight for us when god says i will fight for you he has this you know two-thirds of the angels that were left one-third of them fell from heaven with satan and are demons two-thirds of them are angels so we've got a a you know a double the amount of angels on our side yeah strength and numbers so michael comes to relieve him and then the messenger comes but it took 21 days you know and i I thought it was so interesting like that's what i feel like is going on like you're praying and we're believing for this breakthrough and the answer is already coming, but the enemy does not want that answer to come to you. That's right. And it's so unique that you talk about um, that prayer process, Heather, because I'm I'm pretty sure I know why this is happening. Hmm. Um, the week after Wilder was born, so I literally, he was just a few days old, the Lord put it on my heart that I was supposed to start praying with someone specific in my life for a, a big breakthrough that that they needed. Yeah. And so every single week since then, with a, with the, a few weeks of exception, this person and I have been meeting over FaceTime to pray mm-hmm. for that answer. And a few months ago, Wilder took – so his entire lifetime, mm-hmm. I've been praying this prayer with this person. Mm-hmm. And a few months ago, Wilder took on this extreme – passion for joining me in this prayer hmm. and the same thing the same thing and every night he when we say to our kids who wants to pray and what are you going to pray for um they always want to pray for our sister holly and her baby atlas mm-hmm. on the way and then they always name this other person and the prayer that we're praying over this other person mm-hmm. every single night to the point where he will like jump on the couch and mm-hmm. shout mm-hmm. the prayer you sent me a video of it like, the other night and i was just i had just shout everywhere yeah. and i sent it to this person and i said well wilder's got you covered mm-hmm. and it's so crazy because this battle has gotten so strong since that happened. Since he started praying for this. And I know that the enemy hates the fact that yeah. we've been praying it his whole life. Yeah. And now he's taken on this yeah. mission as well. Yeah. And, you know, I think, but for me, it makes me go, it, some people would be like, well, then I'm out. Like, I'm yeah. just going to stop doing that yeah. and this will end. For me, it goes, okay, now we just press in harder. Yeah, that's right. Because we know the answer is right around the corner yeah, if the right. enemy is so concerned. Yep. That he will threaten a three-year-old. That's right. And I'm kind of like, okay, really, Satan? Mm-hmm. You're going to choose a three-year-old to mm-hmm. fight this battle with? Yeah. Like, you don't have anything bigger? A three-year-old who has a ton of prayer warriors around him. That's like, right. Satan picked a terrible person to mess I know. with. I know. And that's what my older brother said when we, we were talking about this the other day. And he said, no. He said, the enemy has to know that Wilder is off limits. Yeah. And, you know, so we've just got like these people praying from coast to coast over Wilder right now. And even one of our dear women in church ministry last night texted and she said, I need you to know I'm linking arms with you to fight for Wilder. 
And I just thought, man, this is, I'm so thankful that we're surrounded with a community of people who, when something goes on like this, they take it seriously and they don't brush it off like, oh, whatever, he's three. It's just a tantrum. Right. Because they go like, this This is a battle. This is is what we're in. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so we're fighting. Mm -hmm. And there are days I'm really weary. Like the day I called you and said, please come get him. Mm -hmm. So then my daughter was napping and um, I climbed into bed and cried my eyes out. Mm -hmm. And that was the day before our photo shoot. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I have puffy baggy (laughs) eyes and my eyes look like I have just like run a marathon. Yeah. Um, But I mean, that's real life. Yeah. That's where we've been recently. Well, thanks for being real and honest about that and and letting our, I'm sure our listeners, so many of them can relate to what we're both experiencing and going through in the battles we're both fighting. Well, and the funny thing is, it's not funny, haha. But the interesting thing is that Wilder's favorite worship song is by yeah. the, it's on Michael W. Smith's Surrounded album. Yeah. And it says, you know, this is how I fight my battles. Yeah. And the the thing about that song is when, when Smitty starts it, it's in a live worship set. Yeah. And he says, for the spirit of heaviness, yeah. put on the garment of, of praise. praise. Yeah. And that's what this feels like. It's the yeah. spirit of heaviness. And Wilder loves that song and he will just belt it out yeah. in this little bass tone and he will shout those words. And Collins has learned to love that song at age two. And um, in fact, yesterday I said to Wilder, I said, wasn't that praise and worship so good at church today? And he goes, yeah. Why didn't Phil sing Bite My Battles? <laughs> <laughs> when I picked him up from you the other day and he was really upset still. Yeah. We buckled him in his car seat and had him in the back of my car. And As he's like screaming. Screaming. Yeah. And crying, crying, crying. And we're driving away. And I looked at Bennett, my son, and I said, put on Fight Your Battles. Mm-hmm. And we turned it on. I turned it up real loud. Mm-hmm. And it he didn't completely stop crying, but he definitely calmed down and yeah. was listening. And we were all three of us just like singing at the top of our lungs, yeah. like believing that God yeah. was fighting for him. That's right. You know, and um, you know, I was looking back at him in the mirror and his his big eyes were looking at me. And I just I just so believe that God is already rescuing him. Yeah. It's just it doesn't always look and feel exactly how we want it to. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the same as healing. You know, sometimes healing is a process. We we love the miraculous, instantaneous, like big, amazing story, but so often it is a it's laborious and extensive. Yeah. And it's not simple and it's not quick and it does take our endurance. Yeah. And so I think that's why, you know, God's word talks about like, hey, run the race that's yeah. set before you, yeah. looking unto Jesus, because yeah. it's not it's not a sprint. Right. This is this is more like a marathon. Right. It might start off feeling fun and easy and like I can do this, but you get to the middle or you get to the end and it can feel hard. Yeah. Like you can't yeah. keep going, you know, and you have to fuel yourself on the truth. That's Just right. like when you're running, you have to fuel yourself on, you know, uh, water and to That's keep right. yourself going. You have to feel, feel yourself on the truth of God's promises and lean on those and lean into him and let mm-hmm. let his truth fill you up. That's right. Because that's the only way you'll make it. Through. That's the only way you make it. Well, thank you so much for listening to our, our catch-up. Life. <laughs> <laughs> to our life. We want to thank our sponsor for today, for today's episode. I am extra excited about her because <laughs> she's our little sister. She's our girl. So Holly Schaefer is our littlest sister. She's mm-hmm. the third H. And a little while ago, a couple years ago maybe, she started with Monate. Mm-hmm. And I think it was way more recent than that. Was I it? I think it was within the last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, nonetheless. You know, you know how time is. <laughs> it flies. But um, you talk a little bit about it because you've been using it for a while and you are just have had great results. I have. So I've used it for two years now. 
and I do really love it. I've yeah. had, I had was going through the whole postpartum shed when yes. I started using it, and had a baby since then. Went through it again, and yeah, I mean to be honest, my hairline has never looked better. <laughs> That's awesome. I know that seems really weird, but when you've had babies back to back to back, yeah, your hair you, goes through a lot of craziness. Right, you lose a lot of hair. Yeah, and so it's great because it's natural, natural products. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't mess with your hormones, hormones and all of that, which is something that I have to be cautious mm-hmm. of. So I would highly recommend it. I also love the kids' junior, the junior line. Yes, because um, my kiddos, then I know they're not being you know, toxins on their head all the time. I can let them wash their own hair and it's not getting in their eyes. Well, and we've had a lot of friends, guy friends and and girlfriends that, but mostly guy friends that have experienced great hair growth, yeah. regrowth. Yes. So they've maybe are balding or losing hair and they've, they've got full heads of hair now. I mean, like so, the before and after pictures are unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, and I use it too. I started a little bit later, so I just came out of the detox phase. Some yep. people have really short detox phase. Some people have, I had a really long one, mm-hmm. but I'm, I love it now. Yeah. And it, it's kind of expensive. It feels like upfront, but it lasts forever. Yes. I started, you know, with one bottle, like one system uh, way back in like October. Okay. And I'm still on that one. Okay. So. That's impressive. Yeah. And they often run these great sales and incentives. So yeah, it's definitely something you should try. You can check it out. We'll, we'll tag Holly also in our media, but, um, you can check it out at hollyshafer.mymonate.com. Awesome. So good. Thanks so much for listening and we will chat with you next time.